Hi, everyone, and welcome to Just Watch It. I'm Lorraine Popolison. I'm Andrea Tomlinson. And today we are joined by Samantha Tomlinson. Samantha yeah. Tomlinson. Yes, me. Of no relation. And- yeah, no, I'm Andrea's little sister. <laughs> she's she's the littlest. I am she, the littlest. She said one she's time the Louise the- to your Tina. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I had an idea for a movie, and I said, do you want to join for this? And you said, yes, but then it seemed like you were going to be busy, so I said, is it okay if we do it without you? And you said, all caps, no. So then I said, how about this? You said, no. And then I said, how about this other one? You said, no. Yes, that's all accurate. This is the first of a few that all caps we can't do without. I mean, (laughs) I'm still... I'm, I understand it was your third episode, but I'm still a little salty that I was not on for Scooby-Doo. <laughs> salty? Yeah. Wait, isn't that how you... Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Get that right. The, okay. the, Gen, the Gen Z is trying to use Gen Z language, and so she's not confident in it. I'm, I don't know what I am. I've been told I'm a millennial. I'm told I'm Gen Z. It seems like every time I check, my, my year is... You're right on the I'm, cusp. I'm 96, and sometimes it's it's like, yeah, right on the cut. It just, it morphs and changes every time I check. So I don't know. But my friends ask me, do you remember this? Do you remember this? Do you remember dial-up? And I'm like, I don't, I, I'm aware of it, but I, I don't, I don't know. Well, also, I don't remember the 90s. I don't really, speaking like. Speaking salty, we don't allow yeah. salty language on here. That so. is not true, because. A long, uh, long time I have ago. listened to one episode. <laughs> no, because I remember a long time ago. I don't have, we don't do it anymore. But I had a Disney podcast briefly. You guys both came on, and before Andrew asked me, "Can we swear?" and I said, uh, "No." And you said, "So Lorraine can't say cunt," and I said, "She definitely <laughs> cannot on a Disney podcast." I mean, no. they say it regularly in Australia. It's no big deal. Yeah, I know. That's it's it's like you in say, England. You say I like you say like oh, you're right, cunt. <laughs> yeah, I think they do that in England also. Like they say it a lot. Um, okay, okay. So, um, Samantha, I'm excited to have you here. I'm glad that you were very decisive about what movie we're going to watch. So, um, are you gonna you want to regale us with uh, your selection? Yeah. So, Andrew, we've we've talked about this, and we have like we. we we have asked ourselves, what is our wedding crashers? Which I think, I, and the more I think about it, the more I think that it is live action whatever, Scooby-Doo. Whatever and- you're going to compare to wedding <laughs> crashers right now had better be good. Does it mean, like, oh, no, she doesn't mean like the movie to the movie. She means like quality. I mean, in like that we watch over and over. So we, I feel like we have a list of movies that we would, we've considered like, what is our like wedding crashers movie? And I do think that if I had to pick one, I do think it's Scooby-Doo, but this is definitely up on that list. I The difference in movies yeah. for your, like... <laughs> it's, like, not about the quality. No, it's not about the... Yeah, like, it's just the you movie... you were going to tell me a comparison to, like, Scooby-Doo for me would be, like, Cars. I watched that over and over. I mean, it's... Sure. Like, I... Like, I... What I, what I mean is more, like, just, yeah, a movie that we watch all the time and talk about all the time, and still quote. And I feel like that this movie, it's... Wait, can I just say what it is? Or do mm-hmm. I... Wait, okay, wait, okay. I want to preface this by saying that I one time asked Lorraine, have you seen this? And she said, no, I've actively avoided that one. And what? I said, oh, we've <laughs> got to do it for the... I said, okay, I, I was like, have you seen this? It'd be fun to do for the podcast. She's like, 
She's like, that one I've actively avoided. <laughs> thank you for thank you for the uh, <laughs> the accent that you just put on my voice. <laughs> to be honest, I'm more impressed that you have heard of it because despite being in theaters, which I'll I'll get into my opinions about this, but this I feel like most people haven't heard of. Like I bring this movie up and people are like, wait, what? Like they've never heard of this movie. Like, can I say what it is? Yes. <laughs> okay. It is uh, A Million Ways to Die in the West. It's written, directed, and stars Seth MacFarlane. So this is uh, post-Ted, the post-success of Ted. And it's just like a, it's kind of a, Take it's a light Ted. rom-com. I, I think personally, I prefer this for oh, sure. I've, I've only seen Ted once. Way more. If you guys, I'm, I apologize. Wait a minute. Let me interject here. The fact that you guys are even comparing this to Ted does not bode well. Ted is Ted is a train wreck. So being like, this is better than Ted is like, this is better than The Room. And okay, I haven't seen like The Room, both, but I know it's, it's a negative comparison. That's McFarlane movies, though. That's, so that's not like that comparison. Like No, I, I acknowledge that Ted is better. I acknowledge that. I just think no, this movie no, is better? more up my ass. Like I, I, I did Ted, not like Ted. I didn't like Ted that I didn't hate it. I acknowledge that it was for it's pretty good for what it is. And like it is no, like it, it is it is not a piece of like shit movie. It's, it was a very commercially and like critically successful comedy. And this um is more up my alley, one, because I mean like I don't know, it's a. I'm not that into westerns, so I can't say use that. But like, I love westerns. Ever since I took my western film class, this is like it's a fun group of people. And would you would you say this is a rom com? I don't know. I guess. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's anything. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I guess but kinda. There's some. I guess we'll back- decide at the end. Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I not guess perfect. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> that's fair. Um, um, okay, well, yeah. I know you have limited time, Samantha, because you're so busy. She's so popular. Um, I'm more so- popular now than I was ever in my life. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, that means it only gets better. Okay, well, do you guys want to go watch the movie? Sounds good. Yes. Not really, though. Are you ready for the retelling of this movie? Oh, yes. Okay, guys. From the top, <laughs> yes. A Million Ways to Die in the West is from 2014. Yes. Um, I didn't realize it was that old. I didn't realize that, that was that feel, old. That does feel quite old. That feels a long time ago. Um, I, the intro, yeah. <laughs> I will say, the intro was like one of those, like, you know, helicopter or drone shots over the West. And I was like, it reminds me of how Rescuers Down Under starts. That's one of my favorite obscure Disney movies. I think we might have seen Interesting that obscure. one time, or maybe I don't know. We weren't big rescuers people. I think I've well, seen I didn't a like we weren't we that didn't much own... Teddy with Little Mice. That's fair. Yeah, we didn't own Rescuers number one. Like my mom would only buy the only movies she would buy were Disney movies because we would watch them over and over, and she wouldn't get like annoyed with them. 
but we did not own Rescuers number one for some reason, probably because some evil woman kidnaps an orphan and then puts her in a swamp and then makes her go to a dark, scary place to pick up a diamond and there's crocodiles and all sorts of fucking shit. Yeah, it's kind of messed up. So anyways, Rescuers Down Under, uh, underrated. Um, so the movie starts in 1882. <laughs> it's not that important other than setting the time and the place. We're in the Wild West. Um, I also noticed a tumbleweed go by, which made me laugh. Have I told you the tumbleweed story? Uh, no. <laughs> no. It's not about me, personally. It is about a woman's, a one-woman business venture. This, like, <laughs> woman, it's an inspirational story out there for the ladies. But, like, this woman went to take like a computer class because back in the day like we learned in free willy andrea adults had to go take computer classes because they didn't know what computers were so she goes and takes like a little class about like how to build a website and it was supposed to be like super. i'm just kidding yeah essentially (laughs) but before pretty squarespace so she was just like uh, they were like set up a little quote-unquote business you know and like buttons and whatever you want to put So she set it up to like, quote unquote, sell tumbleweeds just because she lived in an area where there were tumbleweeds. And so she was like, it wasn't real. And then she like went and checked on it like later. And there were like a bunch of orders. And she was like, wait, holy shit. And so now she supplies movie studios with tumbleweeds for sets because she goes and picks out the ones that are like nice and round and the right size. Oh, that's funny. That's like living off a tumbleweed. That is like the Family Guy joke when the house, when the whole town is uh, going, like, every store is going out of business because of the, you know, Walmart version. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's a guy who's selling tumbleweeds and he's making a fortune. Speaking of Family Guy. (laughs) Wrapping this back around to A Million Ways to Die in the West. I do feel like this movie is more of a live action Family Guy than Ted was, which maybe also was why it uh, appealed to me. A little bit more, but I agree with. But that, uh, aside aside from that, I agree with you about the intro. Aside from the the all the list of famous people, the intro lasts for a long time. It is like pretty long. how westerns were too long. That's like okay. That's I like mean, how westerns were, which is that very well could be why this why it was done that it way. It was hundred percent why. Okay, yes, I don't know, but I don't. I don't really. I have not really seen westerns. If this is included on a list of westerns you don't have then to see westerns you just have to be around your father who will like randomly be like oh the amc channel has some fucking racist ass movie on right now but this is no. what i grew up with and then they turn it on and then all it ever is is the previews and then you like fall asleep no our dad just watches the shawshank channel the dad channel which is shawshank forrest gump and glorious bastards and red or and born and what? Oh, born, yeah. And one time he was flipping between two things, and one of them was ten thousand BC, which I thought was very odd that he was watching. That's wild. Yes, My dad <laughs> watched some like Cheech and Chong were always on. I don't know where these things came from, but um, okay. So that's that's my exposure to westerns is being incredibly fucking bored by them. Um, <laughs> okay, so it starts with Seth MacFarlane, whose name is Albert, in a shootout. And you forgot the name of the town is Old Stump. I like you put a lot of emphasis on the P. Old <laughs> Stump. <laughs> I could feel your saliva from here. It just sounds like a normal name. Okay. 
Old stump? I mean, I feel like it's kind of silly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole the whole joke is, of this movie is that the West, despite I mean, despite its popularity and maybe like being romanticized as well, is terrible. Like, and so there's literally I, the town so is called Old Stump. I didn't even get that narrative because I was like, no one in their right mind would want to live in the West. As much as like Westerns might be fun, we all know they're fucking dirty and disgusting. They all have STDs and bugs. Yeah, I'm really glad I was born in this century because like, I would not want to have We're to like, not... shit in a bucket. But we haven't been born late enough to be able to go you to wouldn't know any better. I haven't seen yeah. Westworld, so I don't see, understand I don't, that reference. See, I don't understand why you would want to go back. I never saw it either, but I know bad things happen. So Albert, Seth MacFarlane, who is Seth MacFarlane and everything he does, is in a shootout and he talks his way out of it. And then he has two days to get the cash that he needs to pay this guy who would rather just kill him, which is like, again, he's right, though. Like, that's illogical. I can't give you the money if I'm dead. So why don't we just be fucking rational here? His girlfriend, Louise, is Amanda Seyfried. And she's really disappointed in him and says that she should have, he should have completed the gunfight and perhaps died. And then she breaks up with him. Yeah. She's like, you should have fought him. And he's like, I would have died. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> then I wouldn't have to break up with you. <laughs> and then she, and then he's like, I love you. And she's like, I just really need to work on myself. It's like, wow. Even in the West they had, it's not you, it's me. Um, but yeah, he's pretty heartbroken and we cut to, we meet his, uh, best friend, Edward. So Giovanni Rabisi, uh, if you remember, anyone remembers he was, uh, in Ted, he was the guy that kidnapped Ted for his son. He also Nobody played, remembers Ted. he also played Frank Jr. Jr. <laughs> on Friends. He also, for some reason, was in Avatar. Uh, anyway. He... I don't know why you're like, you also had this four episode arc on Friends. You probably... <laughs> yeah, you know, Phoebe had his babies. Anyway, it's not, it's, it's called, it's called comedy, Andrea. Okay. Anyway. Still in contact. Um, he is sitting in the brothel, which it's like brothel slash bar slash like, that's just where everybody hangs out. This is the saloon, saloon. The saloon. He's hanging out waiting and uh, Alex Borstein, who's, you know, she's, Obviously, Emmy award-winning Alex Borstein from um, Marvelous Maisel, but she's Lois on Friends. And I remember Andrew. I'm Family we, Guy. I'm Family Guy. Sorry, I'm not on Friends. You idiot. <laughs> but it's because there are a couple times I feel like we watched this and just, I think at that point we were starting to figure out, like, I don't know, become more familiar with the cast of Family Guy because a lot of them, their voices. <laughs> no, no, this was a long time ago because, like, we were just like it was 2014. I it was sometime around there, and we were like, oh, we can. To- we knew it was Lois, but we were listening, and we're like, yeah, I can totally hear Lois's voice. Like you I know, know, yesterday, just- Phil and I were watching what we do in the shadows, and then we watched an episode of Bob's, and I was like, it's jarring to get Louise's voice, <laughs> right? Um. But it's yeah, like it's so it was just kind of this fun little like oh. Yeah, we knew it, obviously, but hearing it and really listening for it. Um, but anyway, so she's the 
madam, I guess. I don't know. We never, she's just oh, maybe there. Maybe she's just the bartender. Maybe the bartender. But she Maybe there was a manager upstairs. The manager. She does it all. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. She, yeah, anyway, uh, she is like, basically, re- it's revealed that his girlfriend, uh, so Sarah Silverman, she is a prostitute. And uh, can I kind of sort of jump ahead to what their situation is? Or their situationship? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so uh, basically, yeah, so she's a hooker, and it's revealed that they, he's a virgin, and they have never had sex because they want to wait till they're married, but she's a hooker, so it doesn't make sense. She's a sex worker, Samantha. I, um. okay, yes, still, but, like, you're literally, he's listening to her, like, have sex with this guy, and at one point in the movie, he, like, wipes her like jizz off her face yeah it's pretty rough <laughs> do you remember, andrew do you remember we were showing this to our dad and then <laughs> <laughs> we did we watched this whole we showed this movie to dad he kind of was just being a dad and playing on his phone but our mom was like complaining because every time it's sunday night and she's not watching hallmark she sometimes gets upset and we were <laughs> that's 100 that's but we, I don't remember the whole situation, but I remember you saying, well, in Hallmark, there's no point in Hallmark where someone wipes jizz off their girlfriend's face. And our dad laughed so fucking hard at that. <laughs> I, don't I guess you don't that. remember that. Okay. I think about it, obviously. Um. <laughs> Fond memories with dad. Um, so there is a, there is a, there is a um a theme going on here where there are some pictures of Seth, well, Albert, with Louise, and they are not smiling. And they're like, we were they're so just, like, happy. We were side. having so much fun. But because it was like the 1800s, you just took a straight face photo because you couldn't smile for as long as it took to process. But so they're just side by side and he's just going through and just like nothing's changing but their clothes. And they the look fabric. like that famous <laughs> like famous American farmer photo. They're just that, like yes, standing there as if yes. they're dead. Yeah. And he says, I wish you could see her smile. Smiling at a picture? That's insane. And so he keeps going yeah. with this narrative of being very, like very cognizant of his time and place. And so like He's at church and the pastor's going off about how he like killed two people in the last week because it's called seeing it through. Yeah. Uh, and then he like mentions dying of cholera, which I'm sure was very popular. And then he said, like, <laughs> was like the, the doctor would, yeah, the doctor would tell me if I had a cold, he would tell me to put a nail in my ear. Uh, <laughs> and then there's like a dead mayor that's just laying in the street, getting taken apart piece by piece by coyotes. <laughs> So he's just kind of like going off on a diatribe about how awful it is to live in the West. (laughs) I love that scene so much. They go outside and he's like, that is our mayor. He is dead. He's been lying there dead for three days. No one has done a thing. Not moved him, not looked into his death, not even replaced him with a temporary appointee. For the last three days, the highest ranking official in our town has been a dead guy. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Wolves are dragging the body away as if to illustrate my point. Bye. Bye, Mr. Mayor. Bye. Have fun becoming wolf shit. Bye. God. I forgot about the part with the wolves. <laughs> it was just, oh, look at that. They're, they're, they're making his point. And so I love that whole, I love that little like monologue just because it's, I mean, obviously it's a good little indicator of what you're in for. If, 
he is born in a time and it's a garbage period of time. And so the whole movie is obviously mocking that. So then he's been drinking and he's getting on his horse and his friend's like, don't drink and horse. And I was like, they really missed the opportunity to say don't drink and ride. Like, I didn't understand uh, drink and horse. But I agree. It is funnier <laughs> to say don't drink and horse. <laughs> so so oh, he goes yeah. to see Louise while she's drunk and she tells him very firmly to leave. Um, she's not mean about it. Also, she's not it's mean. The middle she was of very he's firm. drunk. Yeah, yeah it's she was very... I'm not interested. Please leave me alone. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to this little old man who has some gold and he's with his sweet dog and he runs into Liam Neeson and his motley crew. And so he yells at this guy to show him the gold and he's with Charlize Theron, who's his wife. And he fucking kills this old man and then takes the dog. And I was like, Trooper would never. And then Andrea was like, Riley would. I mean, to be fair, Charlize Theron is the one that takes takes the dog. Um, yeah, but like, if a, someone had shot me, I, mean, I don't think Trooper would leave me. <laughs> yeah, or I feel like Riley maybe possibly would. Um, Riley would be like, you're no fun now. I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that was like a creepy <laughs> Toy, Toy Story. Story. Toy Story <laughs> 2. Toy Story yeah, <laughs> I don't even like Toy Story. What? Anyway, we can't, we can't get into this. Okay, we can't get so, into this. But anyway, um, actually, <laughs> background that's, quick. That's more with Adi and Toy Story too, but okay. Okay, we can't get into this. I don't know what that's okay. Anyway, there we can't. Uh, anyway, uh, backstory: the reason so Liam Neeson was asked to be in this, and there is a Family Guy joke about like it's a cut cutaway of Liam Neeson in a cowboy movie, and it's him being Liam Neeson with his Irish accent. So when he was approached to do this role, they he just said, "Okay, but I have to. I want to keep my accent." So it all came full circle. That's cute. It's a deep cut for you, Family Guy lovers. It, it's not that funny. It's more just a little ah. So um, <laughs> next thing we see is Louisa with a Louise or whatever with another dude, Neil Patrick Harris who runs a mustache shop, which is apparently very expensive, which is so funny because like everyone had a mustache and beard back then because it was difficult to shave. So this was kind of backwards, but yeah. So he runs into them. The mustache shop is too expensive. And um, Seth MacFarlane Albert has a very baby face. So it's not going to work out for him. Um yeah, he so looks Albert, good in stubble, would not yeah. look good in a full facial hair. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris says that, aren't you a sheep farmer? And right. he, has, he has these weird little laughs the whole movie. Like, <laughs> basically, he's like, like he. everybody in this movie, though, is having a ton of fun. Like, a ton of fun playing these really ludicrous characters in this it, it, you know in this ridiculous story like so if i ever yeah. met um amanda seyfried i would have to ask her if she thought this was more fun or mama mia and i think she would say mama mia because they were basically liquored up the whole time <laughs> i mean okay it's also yes i would understand why she had more fun shooting that apparently weather wise this was a mess to shoot um but yeah she's also in greece doing a musical with with meryl streep um, okay, so Albert is upset by his um, 
his relationship with Louise and his status in life. And he hates the West. So he's leaving for San Francisco. Um, then he's happens to be at the saloon on his last night or whatever. And there is a crazy fight and the gold guys is what I wrote down. Shoot the pastor's son. And then Albert and his friend, the one that Samantha gave us a very lengthy background on, and I don't really know who he is, um, do a fake fight in order to avoid the real fight. So they have like a stunt fight going on so that people don't involve them in any of like the other chaos that's going on. Yeah. Which is creative. I know it is. Yeah. I love this joke, especially because uh, Edward accidentally punches Albert. And we're seeing people get their heads bashed in, people being pushed over, like, the balcony from upstairs. And Albert's just like, it's right there. It hurts right there. And Edward, like, lightly touches it. He's like, ow, it's tender. (laughs) Like, I love... (laughs) They would not survive at all. (laughs) No. So during this fight, Albert happens to save Anna, Charlize Theron. And Albert and Anna um, have a heart-to-heart. I was trying to interpret what I said because I wrote heart to heart. And then I was like, oh, I meant heart to heart. Uh, <laughs> like I drew a heart and then I wrote a two and then I drew a heart because it was too too much to write. So. Aww. <laughs> Aww. And but I'm sitting there like some, they love to something. <laughs> Albert and Anna have a little heart to heart about his relationship with Louise. Um, and then they make plans to go to the fair tomorrow to make Louise jealous. Um, yes. Yes. And then we also see that Anna's brother is in jail for shooting the pastor's son no, and starting oh, the bar fight. Clarification, sorry. Um, so Anna and um, the guy that she's with. So, okay, she's married to Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson and his like crew were going to go to wherever. And so he tells one of his men to take Charlize Theron to uh, Old Stump and they'll wait for him. And so their story is that that they are siblings and that they're trying to start a farm. So he's not an actual brother. I always thought they actually were siblings. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really make that much of a difference. Well, thank you for for adding to the plot line here, Samantha, the incredibly complex plot line. But that's Uh, like, yeah, no. So she's just being still under watch by Liam Neeson, who she Understood. Okay, that makes more sense because they didn't seem to really like each other, so. Yeah, continue. Um, (laughs) Which kind of means they are siblings. Um, So, so anyhow, (laughs) they go to to the fair together. They're at the photo booth. They're going to take a photo together, but they're in line. (laughs) But then the people in front of them, the flash explodes and the photographer is like fucking beheaded. Um. And the other people die. And he they just have this conversation where they're like, people die at the fair. It's like a, a thing. Oh my god, we forgot to talk about forgot to talk about like one of the best best deaths in the movie with the ice. Oh my god. Oh, I movie. like I was like, I'm not gonna get into this. <laughs> oh, okay. Well there's just a big block of going into like it's actually really interesting what they do, blah blah blah. And then it's just like one piece of rope breaks and it just the corner of a <laughs> huge and <laughs> an ice block that's like the size of like three fridges together is like crushed on this guy's skull like a semi yeah like basically <laughs> like the corner and just just the skull yeah and uh, seth mcfarland's just going oh itself so fast oh god like that's that's the level of 
<laughs> the movie did a very good job at showing the various ways that people oh, can die in the West. <laughs> I really didn't even put that together or think about it. I was like, that was unnecessary, but okay. Moving the plot line along. <laughs> and then he does make a comment that made me laugh where he's like, they're still going to use the ice? Like, they still use the ice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the pastor, they're in church and the pastor is saying like, so and so we will honor your memory and we'll think about you as we sip our lemonade with the ice that you gave your life for yeah whispers to his friend like they're still gonna use the fucking ice (laughs) (laughs) i mean you just have to rinse it off and then that layer is gone it's fine like cutting off cutting off the moldy cheese my my friends and i recently went camping and one of my friends she rolled her ankle and like fell and so her boyfriend and our other friend were like qu- trying to put like a band-aid or whatever trying to like clear up the scrape on her leg and she was holding a popsicle and I said and she thought I said do you want me to rinse it off because there got there was like some dirt and like tan bark and stuff on it and <laughs> I said do you want me to bite it off and so I bit it off bit it out and handed it back and she had this look of utter shock Ugh. on her face and I thought it was because I bit off too much and she's like oh my god I thought you were gonna rinse it off like very impressive. Just just, I have like the I have goosebumps right now because I can't like bite a popsicle That's so like it's giving thinking. me the chills I didn't really bite yeah. with my teeth I broke it with my lips oh no, ma- no matter you said it you said it and now I have the chills um okay, I had dirt on it I didn't swallow it. I just spit it out to get the dirt off. Oh, okay. I don't know. What's sure, sure, on? sure. It's, it's called being a great friend. <laughs> Took one for the team. Okay. So they <laughs> um, run into each other at the fair. It's very awkward and uncomfortable, but Charlize Theron is very beautiful, so it works. Um, however, then they end up at a runaway slave game, which is not good. <laughs> It's not good on a lot of levels. No, no, um, it's, it's not. It's, it's impossible. Not I know. Which I will. I won't. Wait. Sorry, really quick. They they do make up for it technically later because they have a joke later to even it out. Because obviously, no shock. Uh, I think people weren't a fan of this scene in like. I think it was like in like focus groups or something. People were shocked by that that joke, which is totally <laughs> fair. You guys, we have a lot of like weird twists and turns to get through. So, I'm sorry. Um, so what happens is basically um, Neil Patrick Harris's name is Foie, like Foie Gras, from what I could tell, or Foy or Foie. I don't know. It's Foy. Foy. Okay. <laughs> so apparently, I was writing wrong. I don't know what the fuck Foy is, but um, it's not a fucking name. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I've never met a Foy. Anyways, it comes down to Foy shooting all the targets and then challenging Albert too. And he misses all of them. And then Anna's like, what if I shoot so many of them, X, Y, Z, whatever. And then you give me a dollar because there's doing bets. And so then she's an incredible shot and she earns the dollar. But then Foy is a dick to Albert and is like, wow, your woman has to do shit for you. At which point I would have been like, yeah, that's my bitch. But of course, Albert so then because of this Albert's embarrassed and he challenges Foy to a duel which is funny because like we all know that Albert can't shoot so over the next week or so Anna teaches him how to shoot and at the end she gives him a pot cookie and he has a very very wild dream there's a really cute montage of her teaching him how to shoot and then a funny montage of him being high 
a yes. little about wait there's not really a montage of him being high he just they take a pot cookie and he's saying how he can't take drugs because he really gets messed up and paranoid and so he takes a tiny bite and he's just being like a high person he's just like oh my god that that prairie dog's looking at me don't 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 make eye like he's just making like it's and she's laughing hysterically like and that's that's about it i think i'm confused with the later scene sorry yeah. No, <laughs> no, because I was I was always wondering that because so I love this movie, but I will say that every time I watch it, I do notice something about it that I have issues with, and <laughs> like the runaway slaves I fair game. That the first time I saw it, I mean issue like critically. I'm very I'm a very harsh critic, and and um. Like, okay, for example, in this montage, they do, like, the same joke, like, three times of him getting hit in the face and falling off his horse, getting hit in the face and falling off a cliff, getting hit in the face. Like, I'm like, okay, just, you needed one. No, the joke is that it keeps happening. It's the this joke is made by have. the makers of Family Guy, Samantha. You cannot expect the bar to be that high. Okay, fam. <laughs> fine. I, maybe that, I will that give wasn't you that like one. An, that wasn't an oversight. It was, it was the point. <laughs> Oh, well, okay, it came, I don't know, It to me it came off like an oversight, but maybe it is, if it's the point, then it's... Um, so I'm just going to say that Anna's brother kills the sheriff, whoever the fuck he is, um, and then they're at, like, this town dance, which is, like, the sweetheart dance, the night before the shootout, and um, so Anna goes with Albert, um, and there's this fucking mustache song, mustache song. Uh, that they dance to. <laughs> Amazing. And Andrea pointed out that this is a real song. My mustache, your mustache. Yeah, we both have said mustache. <laughs> Basically because he doesn't have a mustache and Neil Patrick Harris does. Neil Patrick Harris is like, oh, we're going to do the dance where we have to dance with our little girlfriends. So make sure you play this song. And then they play the mustache song about how, like, you don't have one. Is the is it Bill Mayer or someone makes a little appearance? Oh yeah, Bill. Bill. Yeah. yeah, Bill. Bill Mayer. He was the uh, Bill. He he's like a talk show host, like something with Bill Mayer. Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to say his name my whole life. I've never been clear on how to say his name. <laughs> I. Now I know what you're talking about. Yes, got it. Okay, so um. And so then because they talked, they talked earlier about how people never smile in pictures. And then they were, Anna was like telling Albert, like, I heard of this guy in Texas who smiled. And so Albert managed to get his hands on this picture and give it to Anna. And she was like, oh, my God, this is the guy from Texas who smiled in a picture. That crazy guy. Um, and then they kiss. And then he drops her off at home and they kiss again. Um, also, but that was bad because apparently people saw this. Can I, can I please say the next thing? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because I'm excited about when he's walking home, he walks in on Doc and the DeLorean from, <laughs> oh, yeah. from Back to the Future 3, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, this is important though. I, Cause when, at one point at the dance, he's kind of like, what am I doing? I'm never going to win. I'm going to die in this shoot off or shoot out like but then she drugs um neil patrick harris or she puts something in his oh yes yes 
Well, he yeah, has, because yeah. she had like <laughs> challenged him to the shooting thing and like beat him, so he was embarrassed. So then she challenged him to drink a shot faster, and so he was like just downed it and didn't pay attention at all. Yeah. Um. And, well, the the start of his bathroom problems begins uh, after the dance. He and uh, Louise are in his head, and she's like licking his mustache while he's jerking oh that's off. really gross <laughs> very very gross and then and then he's like oh and then like runs to the bathroom oh then, i just assumed yeah. he was like gonna go take care of stuff so i didn't really think oh that. i thought it was no, i thought it was butt problems yeah yeah i but... didn't realize that because <laughs> you guys knew he was drugged with laxatives i thought he was like gonna not wake up or something well, she can't roofie him because then he'll still wake up the next day and then go to the fight. I don't know what she gave him. I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, we technically don't know. We just know that it gives him diarrhea butt problems. <laughs> okay, so butt stuff. Butt butt. So, <laughs> so um, the morning of the duel, Liam Neeson is back in town, which is not good. And Neil Patrick Harris has been drugged by Anna with a laxative and has has a bridesmaid's moment in someone's hat in the middle of the street as he's supposed to be dueling <laughs> with Albert. It's pretty gross. It looks like baked beans. <laughs> I didn't see it. Andrea saw it for a second. I didn't know you could see it. Yeah, it's like, it's like, you know, he gets, well, I mean, I have the DVD. I bought the DVD because, so when this it's movie came out, I... I really wanted to see it, and I remember Andrea bringing up something about it. We were in Hawaii with our family. That's not relevant to the story. It's just background. And I brought up to her, like, she says something about this movie, and I'm like, oh, I really want to see it. She's like, I want to see it, but not with you. And then guess what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Neither of us saw it. And then, like, months, months later, it was in the $5 section at Target, and I bought it. Where it belongs. That's I will hilarious say that I said that to you. Yeah, it's, I mean, you've said very, you've said way worse things to me. But, <laughs> but I want um, to see it, but not with you. That's what sisters maybe it, was, are for. maybe it was six or seven or thirteen dollars. It was anywhere between five to thirteen dollars. Anyway, I went home, went back to my dorm <laughs> room, thirteen, and less than twenty. I right away was just laughing hysterically, and I was watching it, it was so less much. than an eighteen eighty seven dollars. It was le- definitely less than 18. It was definitely less than $20. But anyway, I was laughing so much. I was watching it I was watching it so much that I had to stop watching it or because I was worried I was going to break it. And then oh I think God. I showed it to Andrea and then I sh- we I it's become like a movie we watch. We actually I have I had so not seen Samantha, it for a I'm while. I'm not sure if this. you should tell anyone else that. Wait, what? Why? <laughs> I that you watched the DVD so much that you thought it might break. <laughs> Why is that? That's like what happens to VHS tapes when like a little kid likes a movie, <laughs> like, and they watch it three times a day for a year. Like, I don't even like, think it's possible to do that to a DVD. But yeah. with DVDs, like, if you get a, you watch it, you can sometimes get scratches on it, and then not if, if you never <laughs> take it out of the fucking player. Well, okay, I don't know, but I remember I watched hairspray a lot and then i got scratches on it and it skips the entire it skips the entire welcome to the 60s number it should probably skip a lot more than that yes i did but also to be fair at that point 
Um, one year for Christmas, our grandparents got me a mobile DVD, like a portable DVD player, which was great. But then by the end, I started calling it the Destroyer because my DVDs would just be destroyed in it. So that's also possibly what caused it. We had a VCR that did that. Right? And it's sad. (sighs) It is sad. So... Well, but, I think it was yeah. more like rejecting the kind of shit you were putting into it. <laughs> uh, no, rude. And you, no. Needed, you needed to put a wedding crashers palate cleanser in there for it. Wait a minute. So you're saying that this and hairspray hairspray was shit? But apparently, wedding crash. I haven't seen wedding crashers. So I John Travolta, wedding crashers as a as a chubby woman is an issue. Wedding crashers <laughs> is definitely say, better than hairspray i don't think i could watch hairspray again to be honest it's been a long time since i've seen hairspray and i've not seen wedding crashers i just remember lorraine you put it on one time and i was just shocked by all the boobs within like two minutes that's the only boobs you see the whole movie i was just like ah boobs i always jump at uh on when i'm like not expecting nudity Unexpected nudity. That's how you get Samantha. She wouldn't like on on My Favorite Murder when Georgia always is surprised naked to Karen. (laughs) And I haven't done this to a long time with Andrea, but I often growing up would flash her or moon her, and I'm getting to a point with my <laughs> Not friends. Flash. That sounds you didn't you just didn't Not, it's like a kid. I don't I don't I don't do that anymore. Sometimes I might flash you. Not flash, but moon. But I'm moon. getting to a point Yeah, you gotta be specific. Moon. But I'm They're getting to so a, different, Samantha. Yes, I know, well, but there have been times flashing I, is like being in a trench coat. <laughs> one time I flashed you because you were I don't know what you were doing, and your room was right next to the bathroom, and you were like, oh, and you closed your eyes and rather than just run into your room you ran in place for a second and then ran into your room but anyway, <laughs> to get going anyway Fred Flintstone. pretty much <laughs> or like the scooby gang it's, uh, i don't think we should talk about this as much <laughs> I, it's pretty no. hilarious <laughs> my cousin used to, my cousin used to do that and i was just like so baffled like i would never have shown anyone but I would be too mortified. But now funny. I now I now I now I mess with my husband all the time. Um, How was your um, day? It's it's like not sexy. It's just weird. Okay, guys, guys, are you ready for some twists and turns? Okay, so we've had a bridesmaid moment in the hat. Um, so he wins the fight. Yay! Yeah. So then Charlize Theron. Wait, sorry, he doesn't Anna. win the fight. He puts down his gun because he he's like, doesn't I can't want fight. to fight. You're shitting your brains out. Yeah. And then um, Charlize Theron, Anna, um, this whole time, um, this whole time, Albert doesn't know that she has a husband and stuff. She doesn't know he doesn't know any of this is going on. So apparently, Liam Neeson's name is Clinch, and he is like famous in the West for having like the fastest hand. And if you are in a duel against him, you so will die. Evil gunslinger. And so he comes looking for the guy who kissed his wife because Anna's quote unquote brother has broken out of jail and saw this. And I don't know if someone said this or if I just wrote this, I wrote, someone's going to get fucked. Oh, that was Ryan Reynolds that said that. Right. And then he got killed. Oh no, no, no. Yes. Oh no. Okay. No, no, sorry. sorry, sorry. Said Albert that. says that about himself. Right. Cause he doesn't realize he him. going to get fucked because he comes in saying who kissed my wife. Yeah. And he doesn't realize it's him. Yeah. And then Ryan Reynolds makes a quick yeah. appearance where he just gets killed. Which is kind of the joke of, he said, like, Seth Parliament said, like, the joke is, like, it's Ryan Reynolds. 
and they just waste him. You kill them off in two seconds. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's kind of like that movie where they baited you with, um, like Melissa Joan Hart or something being very famous and she kills herself in the first like 10 seconds and you're like, whoa, okay, well. God's not dead too. (laughs) Electric Boogaloo. Drew Barrymore is like the biggest, (laughs) the biggest person on the screen cover and she dies in five minutes. Drew Barrymore is in this? Wait, what? No, I was talking about Scream on Scream. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't think you said on screen, okay. and I'm like, really what? Confused. Yeah, that's oh, what sorry. I thought you said. I was like so confused. Okay, so Clinch threatens to kill the dog that Charlize has stolen from the old man that they murdered. Um, so she she tells him. At, finally, she tells him that the guy she kissed is Albert, which is still fucked up. Like, why didn't she make up some random guy like Foy? Well, she did. That's what I think is stupid. Is she says like. I don't remember who she says like a name and it's like it's supposed to be a joke but I've never understood it because I didn't under I think it's a reference that I've never understood but like it's like okay oh, yeah, just say say actual sincerity a real name like Evan or something not Albert like or like the guy know. that we all don't like like <laughs> boy like just say foy um it's an easy way to get like two birds one stone um so as this is happening, then he like tries to like essentially rape her, which is to, like a pretty dark turn. Um, and so she hits him in the head with a rock and puts a flower in his ass. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I think it was in the asshole. And Andrea said she did not think it was in the asshole. So I think it's up for interpretation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is what that is the point. The best thing about art. And it can speak to anybody. <laughs> So then she's like, then she's talking. You're talking now. We're talking out of our ass. So uh, ah! then she's talking to Albert, and she's like, explain. He's upset that she lied, and she's like, I married Clinch at nine years old, and it's obviously not love, and he's a bad person, and I know that. So then Clinch ends up at Albert's house. And he manages to sneak Anna out the back door. And then Albert is like hiding in his flock of sheep, manages to to get his horse and then starts like running to the train with his horse. But I was like, his horse is Curtis. Um, I was like, he could have like made the other horses run so they didn't have anything to ride and catch him. But either way, he manages with his horse to get in front of the train cut them off and then his horse jump onto the train onto a, like a car it was kind of wild there's no way that horse's legs would have been broke um you have to believe so then um <laughs> what did you say she you said you I have said, to I believe have. i have to suspend disbelief um <laughs> so then yeah. he somehow ends up somehow he ends up knocked out by natives by by native americans and they tied him to burn him at a stake and he actually gets out of it by speaking their language and basically being like, I was such a loser as a kid. I managed to figure out. <laughs> I learned. <laughs> like, like, he, they're like, how are you a white asshole who knows our language? He's like, I am an, a- I'm a white I- asshole nerd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like speaking to the natives and then they um, give him some drugs and he drinks the whole thing that was, like, supposed to be meant for the whole tribe. So they're like, oh, well, you're probably going to die, but we'll see. And then he relives, like, his whole life, which included Gilbert Gottfried somehow. As um, Abraham Lincoln. Oh, as, as Abe Lincoln. 
yeah a bunch of weird <laughs> shit was going on and then like as he as he wakes up they're like did you see the condor or something about the the condor's balls and he was like yeah and they're like you're ready <laughs> his flashbacks mean he has true courage all right that's nice okay so albert goes to duel with clinch and he you know um Charlize Theron, Anna tells him he always shoots on two. So that's why he always wins because it's supposed to be like go on three and he always shoots on two. So what the fuck? It doesn't even matter if you're the most accurate, if you're not going to shoot at the right time. So um, he's not as fast as um, uh, Gene Wilder in Blazing Saddles. I can't believe you haven't brought up Blazing Saddles this whole time, Lorraine. I haven't watched that in so I haven't watched that in so long, Andrea. Like I can't reference anything. Like <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. The only scene I've seen yeah. is uh, the farting. You haven't seen it? Part? No. Yeah, I haven't seen. Oh, it. Oh, okay. Well, you should definitely see it. It's a great movie, but just I haven't watch seen it, it in long. Like so long. Yeah, you should just watch uh, it. Um, I haven't seen title. it in so long that I would not be able to. <laughs> I would not be able to make quotes right now, other than like, "Where do white women at?" I don't. <laughs> Um, (laughs) it's been a long time Um, so anyways Albert goes on one because he knows that Clinch is going to shoot on two and he clips Clinch like on the arm barely like grazes him and then everyone's like because Albert's going to die and Clinch is like mad that he shot on one and so then Albert goes off on this monologue as Clinch is like collapsing and he's like still going on and on about how I was with the natives and I knew that I wasn't going to be as fast or as accurate as you. So I just had to be smarter. So he loaded the bullet with venom and, (laughs) and, and Clinch is literally dead. And Sarah Silverman like interrupts her brother's monologue to be like, he he's dead. And he's like, well, I was just trying to explain the whole thing. And she's like, it's fine, but he's dead. (laughs) So he can't (laughs) hear all that. I did. And they say, "Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, good, right? Yeah, I, I, I liked it. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, Louise tries to come back to him, and obviously he's like, "Talk to the hand." He says he has to go home and work on himself. Yeah, and then he gets the award money for killing Clinch, I guess, and so then he just buys like endless sheep. (laughs) Yeah. And Just then, a bunch of sheep, yeah. And He's a sheep Jan- farmer. And then Django makes an appearance that shoots the fair shooting target guy. So the one that with the uh, sad, sad runaway slaves display um, is shot by Django. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it even called him Django in the movie. Like it didn't call him Jamie Foxx <laughs> or like another name. He was Django. <laughs> oh, which, which, by the way, I still haven't seen. What? Oh, that's it's so good. great. Anyway. <laughs> okay. It all works out. It is a bit of a rom- rom-com. He's he's with Anna and uh, living life. Loving sheep. I feel like, yeah, it's a comedy with some romance. I would not really classify it as a romantic comedy. You literally said... You I said did. that at the beginning. I stand by that, it. That, that was your that no, was you your said argument, you Samantha. said it's a rom com. You brought that up out of nowhere. Unprovoked. I, no, I said, is it? I asked if you thought it was a rom com, and I, 
and now I'm like, nah, it's definitely not. There is romance in the comedy. It is not a comedic romance. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Okay, well, I'll collect the evidence when I'm editing this later, and we'll see what you said. Okay. (laughs) You'll send it back. You'll send just that clip back to the (laughs) math. Object. Object. I don't don't know how the court works. Um, All right. All right. So, Lorraine, what did you... (laughs) Okay, Lorraine, what did you think of this? Um, Will you never get this time back? Were you entertained, or will you tell other people to just watch it? There's a correct answer. I mean, I'm somewhere between n- never getting this time back. No! And I was entertained. No, I really. Good. I think I thought being, I was going to get to just watch it. I was thinking like it was at least like it was entertaining. So I'll go with I was entertained. Like there were a lot of famous people, and it was there were funny parts. But I think Seth MacFarlane trying to be very witty and Seth MacFarlandey like translates better in cartoon form that's that's fair i guess that is actually kind of fair like you can get away with that kind of like you know like witty whatever commentary when it's like oh it's all fake and every episode is essentially the same thing and the characters don't really grow or develop (laughs) but but this is a movie and we're supposed to be gross see growth and development through the end which we do with albert so i guess i will give him that credit Okay, well, I'm glad at least for an I was entertained. I mean, I didn't. Here's the thing: I did not hate it as much as I thought I would, and I, I will. I'll say I didn't even hate it. So that's that's Yay. probably a good thing. Yay! I'll do what the Germans consider a compliment. If they think the meal that you've made is really good, they tell you there's not. Um, it's nothing to complain about. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it. That's nice. So Phil's mom and family said that to me at one point. I was like. Oh, and Phil's like, they were like, no, it's a compliment. And I was like, that's a very German compliment to be like, not like, As oh, it's really good. Or, oh, it's one of the best meals I've had. Or, oh, it's, it was just like, there's nothing to complain about. As, <laughs> as opposed to Americans who give you a suggestion box of all the things to work on. Right, right. That's true. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah. This was very fun. I liked, I mean, I did like this one. It was entertaining and everything. And uh, yeah, it was a fun one, Samantha. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for doing it with us. Thank you guys for having me. This will be the last time. time. What? No! That was so (laughs) funny that we said at the same time. Did I say anytime and you said never again? I said this will be the last time. Oh, that's funny. I said anytime. So that's funny. Um, if you want to hear more, sorry, really quick. If you want to hear more of my beautiful voice, I also do a podcast. Which yes, please you plug, guys have not been plug. on. Yes, called Movie Reel, and you can find it pretty much wherever you find podcasts. And we, we kind of, we don't know. We talk about, about every theme right now. We're in like our summer blockbuster theme, like from June to August, and um, we kind of riff on movies, but we do kind of tend to get into the nitty gritty of stuff. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've asked Andrea a couple times if she wanted to come on, and she's made it very clear there's a particular movie she wants to come on for, which I have no <laughs> idea when we will get to. So, which one? Abduction with Taylor Lautner. <laughs> what? I've never seen that, Andrea. Oh, I hope it's that's amazing. on our list. Oh, no. it's 
amazing. So good. <laughs> There's a scene that's so beautiful that we go back multiple times and watch and laugh at it. That's I want to understand. I can't believe you haven't shown me this. I have quite oh. the list coming up, Andrea, for you. So I'm pretty okay, but excited. But I haven't shown it to you because you think Jupiter Ascending is a genuinely great movie. I didn't oh, say no. that. I just said I watched it and was like, this is like any other sci-fi movie. I don't know why people are like hostile, angry about it. <laughs> like, I, I didn't think there was anything wrong with Jupiter Ascending. So I didn't know why people were so angry. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a great, it's, I think it's great. Um, See, <laughs> you think it's a great bad See, movie? Yeah. It's a great bad movie. I have not heard anyone say it's a good movie, but I don't know if I know that many people that have seen it. I just know that people like violently hate it. And I was like, watch And I watched it before I knew this. And I was like, oh, like it was nothing like nothing about it was I didn't turn it off. Like I finished it and was like, it was fine. See, for me, (laughs) a a movie has to be really it's like something inside of me snaps when a movie is so bad that I like actively like hate it as opposed to like like one of my friends, like Andrew and I obviously both really love bad movies. And I was actually saying to one of my friends, like, and I use this movie as an example. Like I, this movie is not the best movie, but I don't love it as a, I don't view it as like, oh, I love it because I love bad movies. Like, no, I love it because I love this movie. There are, my love for bad movies is a whole separate thing. Like, I don't compare, you know, like, I don't know. Like, but. Yeah, because you can't compare A Million Ways to Die in the West and Wedding Crashers. That's sacrilege. Wedding Crashers walked in 2005, so A Million Ways to Die in the West could Hobble. ruin the reputation <laughs> 10 years later. Okay. Okay. So, Samantha, thank you very much for being here with us today. We appreciate thank your movie you. suggestion. Thank you guys for having me. And I always love watching you and Andrea go back and forth like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you guys know our Andrea and I are our, our, our mantra. Sisters together, sisters forever. <laughs> just from like boys for now or something. It's not from anything, Smith. They just said it to me in the ocean. I think same Hawaii. Actually, same Hawaii trip. We were in the ocean. <laughs> there were foundational things happening in this Hawaii trip. <laughs> there was oh, she's singing. also. There was, we were in the ocean. A wave's coming, and she's on a tube. And I grabbed her. Went sisters together, sisters forever. She went what? And I think same trip actually beginning we were on we got on the plane and i sat down we sat down and i went this will be our home for the next five hours and then literally at that moment somebody came over and said oh you're in our seats we're like oh okay so we moved <laughs> and then and then we somehow we got into our actual seats and then we somehow got into a conversation on what our catchphrases are so yeah it was a very foundational trip <laughs> that's hilarious it's wild <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much um, again for joining us for another round of Just Watch It. Um, if you'd like to send us movie suggestions or comments, questions, anything, uh, fan mail, um, you can send it to us at justwatchitpodcast at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on Instagram at justwatchit underscore pod. And that's that. I'm Lorraine Popolison. I'm Andrew Tomlinson. And that was Samantha Tomlinson. And this was just watch it.